Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another chapter episode. Last chapter episode, um, Turtle went to go into town to see King Ajuso. Pearl went to go hunting in the desert. And most of it, it was just kind of in her thoughts. She was just kind of thinking. And then she saw Winter. And obviously, Winter doesn't like her because she's a Skywing. And she's Peril. Nobody, for some reason, nobody likes Peril. Um, well, we know where nobody likes Peril, but they sh- they should like Peril. Anyways, they kind of like fight, but it's more like Winter's trying to fight her, and Peril's kind of like, yeah, no, I'm good. Like I don't want to burn you. Like she wants to fight, but she can't because you know she can't disappoint Clay. And if she kills Winter because of her fire scales, then she's gonna disappoint Clay. So. At the very end of the chapter, they do, like, hit each other, Pearl and Winter, and so that's where the chapter ended. So we assume Winter's injured, but we don't know how much. Anyways, let's get started. Chapter 10, Wings of Fire, Escaping Pearl. At first, all Pearl felt was cold limbs, cold scales, cold wings slamming into hers. The shock knocked the breath out of her for a moment, and then they tangled in startled freefall. And then Winter started screaming, and Peril shoved him away, and he plummeted toward the ground with smoke already rising from his scales, falling as hard and fast as Peril's heart. Three moons, what have I done? Oh my, said the nightwing in the air above them. Peril had forgotten about her. Fire scales, I haven't seen that in a long time. Get help, Peril yelled. She plunged after Winter, who missed the arc and tumbled to the hard rock below it. At the last minute, he managed to spread his wings so it wasn't a crash landing, but as he did, Pearl saw the ropes of black burns smeared across them. He was burning, burning up, everywhere. She accidentally touched him. He landed heavily and collapsed, writhing in pain. I'm sorry, Pearl cried, landing at him. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was trying to get away. I didn't mean to burn you. I really didn't. I'm here to find, help your friend stop Scarlet. Stop dying and listening, and listen to me. He's going to die. Winter's going to die. And Clay's never going to speak to me again. I'm going to be alone forever. She took a hopeless step toward him. There was nothing she could do. Touching him would only make it worse. Not that it could get worse. Except he died faster. Maybe that would be a mercy. Look at him. I'm as bad as everyone thinks I am. I'm the one who did this. Me and my monstrous claws. Pearl had never cried. She wasn't sure she, if she could. But she had felt her vast emptiness like this before open up inside her. When Osprey died, when she had to leave Clay the first time, when she found out her mother was dead, and worst of all, when she saw the dragon bite viper sink its fangs into Clay's leg. And she thought he would die, and she would lose him, and the world would not be worth living in anymore. <clears throat> the emptiness, though, had freezing winds streaking through the darkness, streaking, This is your fault, your fault, your fault. You deserve to be hated, dra- you deserve to be the most hated dragon in power. Your fault, your fault. Moon, Winter gasped. Tell Moon. He closed his eyes, folding them to himself. Winter, a voice shouted from the sky. Winter! Of course they were here, just in time to see what Peril had done, to witness her monstrosity. She jumped back out of the way as Mood, Kibley, and Turtle thudded down and surged into a crowd around Winter. Winter, Moon cried, grabbing his front talons in hers. Oh no, no, no. It was an accident, Peril said. I didn't mean to burn him, I didn't. 
What are our options? Kaylee said frantically. I know. Winter. Frostbite through scales. That should numb the injuries long enough to get him to the river. Is there a cactus sap that, heal burn that heals burns? Winter, come on. Don't pass out. We can fix this. The silver dragon lay limply on the rocks in front of them, shuddering in agony. He didn't respond to either Moon or Kipley. Pearl couldn't bear to look at him, at the black scorch marks imprinted all over his snow-white scales that had to be too many burns to survive. He was probably going into shock if he hadn't already. She couldn't look at Turtle either. He was clutching his head, pacing around Winter's tail. She knew if she met his eyes, she'd see how much he must hate her now. What can we do? Kibley asked Moon, and when she didn't answer because she was crying too hard, he whirled on Peril. What can we do? I don't know, Peril cried. I'm the problem, not the solution. Use this, Turtle said, scrabbling in the pouch around his neck. He sounded weird, like it was being mangled as, if, as it came out of his throat. An expression was closer to terror than anger. Now that Peril could see, he yanked the grayish-white river rock from the pouch and held it out. Nothing could have looked more ordinary or useless. What? Kidley said, blinking back tears. A rock isn't going to... Peril started, but she trailed off as Turtle pushed Kibley aside and placed a rock on top of one of Winter's burns. Winter let out a yell of pain and the sun at the sudden contact, and Moon reached toward Turtle's talons, then stopped. Below the rock, the burn looked as if it was evaporating. The blackness disappeared and the scales smoothed over, silver and untouched again. Turtle moved the rock, sliding it gently over all the burns and all along Winter's torso and wings. It looked as though he was sweeping snow along behind it, every injury disappearing, every wound knitting itself back together and vanished. The ice wing's breathing became slower and less ragged. He opened his eyes, watching the progress of the rock, his face a mask of confusion and awe. Within a few moments, Winter was completely healed. Everyone started, started, stared at Turtle, who, who very much looked as though he wanted, to, he wanted a deep ocean chasm to hide him. He stepped back awkwardly, twisting the rock in his talons as though it was a strange growth that had just appeared. Did I get all of it? He asked. What? Moon said. She shook her head and crouched beside Winter, gently running one talon over a patch of smooth scales on his torso. Turtle, what? Her voice faded away, swallowed by the disbelief sweeping across her face. Winter sat up, holding out his talons with an odd expression, his wings cautiously expanding to their full width then closed again. The burns were really gone. Turtle, Kidley said carefully, why do you have a magic healing rock? No, wait, how do you have a magic healing rock? Peril couldn't put her thoughts in order. She couldn't wrap her brain around winter surviving, what she'd done. She couldn't even feel relieved yet. It was too immense and strange and impossible. There wasn't any room in her head for all the new questions about Turtle. She pulled her wings in as close as possible, watching Winter's perfectly unarmed scales shift, half expecting them to suddenly collapse into a pile of ashes anyway. It's an animus-touched object, Moon said to Turtle. Where did you get- Oh! Her eyes suddenly went wide as the moon she, she was named after. Kibley got it a second later. You didn't find it somewhere, he said, sounding awestruck. You made it! You're an animus dragon! That's why he can think he can handle Queen Scarlet, Pearl realized. Urgh, the turtle said, stripping his wings. I've never heard anyone actually say it out loud. Nobody else 
knows. Actually, can we not talk about it? It's really not a big deal. Not a big winter suddenly chimed in, then cut himself off with a growl, lashing his tail. You could have told me, Prowl said a turtle. Wasn't that what friends did? He hadn't told her about Moon's power because it was her secret. But he could have told her about this. I was thinking about it, Turtle said to Pearl. I mean, so we, we're we not so different, you and I, right? Well, I never had the option of hiding my gift, Pearl thought. That's a pretty big difference. Would anyone else like to make a dramatic confession? Kibli asked. Who else is hiding magic powers? Winter, anything we should know? A secret ice-wing ability to kill dragons with a sneer? No, trust me, it's not special, Winter growled. <clears throat> Same here, Kibli glanced around at Moon, Peril, and Turtle. At least that makes two of us. When did you make this rock? Moon asked Turtle. Are you alright? How much have you used your power so far? She rubbed her forehead, her wings flickering like moths around a candle. Don't worry, my soul is fine, Turtle said, waving at her. I haven't enchanted very many things. I mean, I didn't want anyone to notice. I can do this, obviously. But why? Winter exploded. Why would you hide your power? You could have served your tribe during the war. You, your queen needed you. You could have won the war easily with a gift like that. Well, Turtle said, shying away from him. Um, exactly? Wait, so if it would be alright with you, Peril said something to Winter, for his queen to use him as a weapon, but it wasn't, it was the most unforgivable crime in history for my queen to use me as one? An awkward silence dropped over the group, like a dragon flame cactus full of guilt, suspicion, distrust, judgment, superiority, and set of thorn seeds. <clears throat> Nobody would meet Pearl's eyes, not even Turtle. I get it, Moon said finally to Turtle. You should be the one who decides what to do with your ability, not your queen or anyone else. Now she glanced at Pearl quickly, almost as if she were throwing out a tail for Pearl to grab. Me? Pearl thought. Did she mean that for me too? I never got to decide anything. If I did, I'd probably mess up and nearly kill kill or already kill someone else. Would that rock work on Kikaju? Kibli asked. Could we heal her too? Turtle squirmed. We could try, he said, but I'm afraid I enchanted it to heal scales and muscles, not internal organs or bones. It was only supposed to help me feel less sore after flying all day. I know I was an idiot. I should have made it more useful. And more obvious, Peril said. What a dopey thing to enchant. It looks like every other rock in the world. If you dropped it while you're landing over river one day, you'll never find it again. It might work on your scar, though, Turtle said to Kidley. He held out the rock, and Kidley jumped away from it. No way, he said, touching his snow. I like my scar. It's part of who I am. Get your magic nonsense away from me. Hey, Winter interrupted suddenly. Where's Foeslayer? Who? Lunas? I was traveling with a Nightwing. Where'd she go? Pearl glanced up and realized the big nightwing was no longer in the sky above them. She tried to remember when she'd last seen her. Right after the fight? Before Turtle and the others showed up? Um, she said I might have told her to go get help. Or she might have decided I was dead and left the bot left before the same thing happened to her. Winter said bitterly. He started up in one coiling motion. We need her. We needed her. She was going to help us find the lost city of the night. The what? Pearl asked. Hey. Moon said to Winter, trying to dodge him back down. Maybe don't make any sudden movements until you we're sure you're all right. Also, I'm glad you came back, by the way. I'm all right, Winter said, stretching his wings and neck again. It's like it never happened. He turned accusing eyes on Peril, who felt them like little blades of ice stabbing her own eyeballs. Except that it did. 
This monster threatened you and then claimed she was here to help you. I did not threaten anyone, Carol protested. Not, I mean, not really. She is here to help us, Turtle said at the same time. At least I think so. You think so? Carol cried, wounded. I mean, he said anxiously, I guess I wish you hadn't burned winter is all. It was an accident, Carol said. I was trying to get away from him and then we crashed. It looked like a fight from what we saw, Kibby said accusingly. Beware the talons of power and fire, Moon said softly. Maybe it is her. Carol looked from one face to another, her heart pounding. What are you talking about? she asked. Moon had a vision, a prophecy, Turtle said. About me? That couldn't be a good sign. If Moon saw Peril in the vision doing terrible things, maybe Peril bad side really was going to win at the end. Maybe it was inevitable. Maybe she should she shouldn't even try to fight it. But Clay said, Clay believes in me. He can't be wrong, can he? Not specifically about you, Moon said. I couldn't see any dragon's faces in the vision, but there was one line at the beginning. Excuse me, Winter said. Are we really gonna tell the villain everything we know about their evil plan? I do not have an evil plan, Carol said, starting to panic. All my evil is a spur of the moment. Turtle tell them how I am bad at Turtle tell them how bad I am at planning. Maybe if she does a prophecy she can do something different, Moon said. We can change the future, you know. She turned up to Peril and said, Listen. Beware the darkness of dragons, beware the stalker of dreams, beware the towns of power and fire, beware one who is not what she seems. Something is coming to shake the earth, something is coming to scorch the ground. Jane Mountain will fall beneath thunder and ice, unless the lost city of the night can be found. Peril looked from hers to the others. Moon, Moon's eyes were glowing, as though she was delivering a message from the stars themselves. Her voice got all low and shivery, and it was deadly creepy. Well, Moon said, what did you think? You think that first part is about me? Carol said. Was that what Turtle thought too? Was he just keeping an eye on her in case she started scorching the ground and knocking over mountains? I don't stalk anyone's dreams, and I'm not exactly what I seem like on the outside. Also, sure, I have talons of fire, but not pa no, but no power whatsoever. If I did have any power, my life would be pretty different from what it is now, believe me. Death is power, Winter said. You carry death in your talons. He lashed his tail, shooting a hard, a hard look at Kibli and Moon. Is this really your new ally? I leave for five days and you start working with a mass murderer? You left pretty firmly, Kibli pointed out. You said you were going to come. You weren't coming back. So why should you get a vote? Also, she just showed up with Turtle. And I can just leave again too, Peril cried. It felt as if thorns were digging. It felt as though thorns were still there digging under her scales. <clears throat> it felt like another crocodile in the face. If she had what Turtle was friendship, if she, if what she and with Turtle, if what she had with Turtle was friendship, and this is what came with it, then friends weren't, were so not worth it. I don't need this. I don't even want to work with any of you. I can find Scarlet on my own. That's what I wanted to do in the first place. She launched herself into the sky. Peril, Turtle called. Wait. That's what, that was what she'd wanted him to say, but it wasn't enough. It wouldn't be enough, even if he could catch up with her, which he couldn't. And even if he apologized for his awful friends and promised he didn't think she was one, she was some predestined, sinister bad guy, which he wouldn't. Maybe if he told me he'd leave them and just be friends with me, but he wasn't going to do that either. She was nearly as important to him as his precious she wasn't nearly as important to him as his precious winglet. 
Well, that was just fine. She wasted enough time on him. Now she could get back on finding Scar- Queen Scarlet, killing her and going back to Clay. Pearl set her course for the Claw of the Clouds Mountain, soaring directly over possibility and beating her wings to fly as fast as she could. She did not look back to see if Turtle tried to follow her. Well, maybe once, but he wasn't, so it didn't matter. After some time, though, when possibility was well in the distance, she became aware of the sound of being beats behind her. It seemed highly unlikely that any of those inferior winged dragons could have caught up with her, but she swung around with dangerous face on, just in case. Oh, said the skywing behind her, catching air below his wings to catching air below his wings to stop and hover. And then he smiled. He smiled. That never happened. Not. I mean, that never happened. Not when dragons met, first met her. What was that about? What do you want? Pearl demanded. She was pretty sure this was the Skywing that had flown out of possibility to meet her, but had run away once again once he saw Winter and Foslair. Had he been watch, wait, watching? Had he been watching her, waiting for her to leave them? Uh, he said nothing. Pearl hovered in the air, scrutinizing him. He was big, a lot older than her, with warm orange scales and amber eyes. No scars that she could see, which means he was unusual for a fully grown skywing under Scarlet's region. Sorry, under Scarlet's reign. Huge, powerful wings, long horns with a faint gold marking on them, and also looked wealthier than an average skywing. There were gold wings on three of his claws, a black necklace with gold spikes circled his throat, and his armband wove like a snake all the way up one of his front legs, with tiny rubies glittering like eyes on, at one end. He also had a kind of black metal sheath fitted tightly across his chest with a padlock on the outside, perhaps containing more treasure. She was reasonably certain that she'd never seen this particular Skywing before, although it was equally possible she had just didn't remember him. Was he one of Queen Scarlet's generals? Maybe he'd been overseeing soldiers in the war. But then he'd surely have a war wound or two somewhere. You're a pearl, right? He asked. You say that like there's actually a chance of someone else, Peril said. Well, he said there's always a chance, isn't there? That was a weird thing to say. She tilted her hand at him. I have no idea who you are. My name, he said importantly, is Soar. Oh, Peril said. She thought for a moment. Really? That's unusual. It is? He said, deflating. Well, yes, she said. Not very, um, aspirational, I guess. But it's a very skywing name, right? Why? she asked. It's not like we're getting more sore than other dragons. It's probably the other way around since we're built for flying over long distances. Wait, he broke in. No, 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 no. Not sore. Soar, he said. S-O-A-R. Like flying high over the kingdom. Oh, good grief. Have other dragons been thinking my name is Soar all these years? Probably, Carl said. Well, you are the first dragon to say anything, he demanded. Carol thought for a moment. Because I'm not polite, she said finally. No one ever taught me to be, and I don't really care what other dragons think, because they won't like me even if I say all the right things, and bow the right way, and smile until my snout hurts, so why should I bother? I know what you mean exactly, he said. You can do and say everything exactly the same as everyone else, but if there's one thing different about you, that's all they care about. I assume so, Peril said. I never actually tried acting like other dragons. Well, it doesn't work, he said. Something was glowing in his eyes, an old, old anger. Trust me, you'll still not banished from your own home. Peril looked at him in surprise. You were banished? From the Sky Kingdom too? When? By Ruby or by Scarlet? What for? 
It's a long story, he said. I'll tell you all of it someday, but the short answer is for being myself because I had no other choice back then. For a moment, Peril wasn't sure whether he felt familiar because she actually knew him or because he sounded so much like her. You don't need those other dragons, he said. The ones you were just with, they can't understand you, but I can help you find what you're looking for. Oh, really? Peril said. Do you even know what that is? I think so, he said. He flashed around her suddenly, heading for the mountains. Follow me. That wasn't terribly convincing, but it wasn't as though Peril had, had a particularly clear alternate plan anyways. I don't like following anyone, she called. With a flick of her tail, she spun herself around and caught up to fly beside him. Hey, why haven't I met you before? An excellent question, he said. The one only answer I've been able to come to is that Queen Scarlet prefers to keep her toys separate from each other. I'm no one's toy, Peril hissed, twirling her claws in. Why do dragons keep saying that about her and Scarlet? Anyone tries to play with me will find out that will find that out very fast. He tipped his head in a conciliatory way. My apologies. I confess I didn't didn't did do not see myself that way either. Perhaps it'd be more accurate to say Scarlet didn't want her most powerful friends joining forces against her. Peril snorted a laugh, sending a little burst of flames into the sky. You're one of her most powerful friends? What can you do? Pay enemy dragons to run away? Well, he said, I doubt Scarlet would consider this useful, but among other things, it appears that I can father dragonettes with fire scales. Peril blinked at him. He stood back at her, his amber eyes almost twinkling. He seemed to be waiting for her to collapse in a fit of joy or run around shrieking with delight or something. Oh, really? Carol said. Do you mean me? Was that your idea of a heartwarming revelation? You're my father? Yes, he said carefully. You don't seem very excited about that. Why should I believe you? She demanded. Where have you been my whole life? Why haven't you ever talked to me before? Why? What are you trying to get me out of now? Why? What made you decidedly decide to say hello? Hey, hey, calm down, he said. Yeah, all right, that certainly sounds patronizing enough to make you my dad. Do it again. Tell me, tell me you know what's best for me. Say something about how I don't really understand the world, and here you're here to guide me and teach me and help me grow up, because I couldn't possibly do that on my own. Listen, he said. I didn't know you were alive. I was usually away doing things for the queen so i miss the entire episode where kestrel tried to escape with you and your brother by the time i returned queen scarlet told me that you were dead she said none of kestrel dragonets had survived and that kestrel had joined the towns of peace everyone was forbidden to speak of kestrel and i had no idea i mean i knew you existed the dragonet with fire scales but i didn't know you were my daughter until a few days ago well peril said i bet that came as a i, I bet that came as quite a disappointment not to me he said my daughter is powerful and amazing and terrifying. Who wouldn't be, who wouldn't be proud of that? Peril sort of wished he'd left the terrifying out of that description, but still, it was a weird feeling to be featured in a sentence anywhere near the word proud. So, how did you find me? She asked. A, a friend told me. A friend? Peril echoed. He certainly took his time about it. He didn't know either. Sore protested. His name is Cirrus. He's with the towns at peace, and when he told me, I had to... I mean, I immediately came looking for you. If I'd known sooner, he trailed off. You would have what? Saved me from the arena? Told me the truth about the Black Rocks? Stop Queen Scarlet from using me? Stop Ruby from banishing me? Could, could you actually have been useful ever in my life? I'm guessing no. 
I could be useful now, he said. I can change everything for you. I doubt that, Peril said. She twisted into a smile, airing for a gap between the first two mountain peaks. The wings buffeted her the wind buffeted her wings, trying to knock her off course. But she stayed straight and shrewed through the pass, scooping up into a mossy valley, dotted here and there with doom with doomed sheep. As a sheep stampede as the sheep stampeded in alarm, Sir caught up with Peril. She stopped she stopped, movement in a cluster of trees higher up the slope. Her breath caught in her throat. She knew that color orange, like knew it like the bloodbath of fear and awe sweeping through her. With slow majestic wing beats, a glittering dragon rose out of the trees and plunged toward them. It was Queen Scarlet. Pearl had found her, or she had found Pearl at last.